0: Welcome to the Helping Hands podcast with me, Gail Louise Turner. On this podcast, I will be chatting to inspirational people and I will be finding out about their life story, their influences and how they give that extra helping hand every day. If you'd like to follow me, please go to my Facebook, which is Gail Louise Turner or on my Instagram, which is Gail GLT. Each episode of the Helping Hands Podcast will be having an accompanying Spotify playlist with my guest musical influences. This can be found under Helping Hands Podcast Playlist on Spotify. Now it's time to sit back and relax and enjoy the show. Hi everyone, it's the 6th of January 2021. Now that's the first time ever that I've said 2021. That is so weird. It's it's so strange. We've just gone into lockdown just a couple of days ago, and I'm thinking to myself now: we need to be doing something different for the Helping Hands podcast. So today, I would normally in January on my on my radio shows, I tell you to to go to the gym, I tell you to go um and eat healthy and exercise, but this time I'm going to tell you something slightly different. My suggestion to you for this time is to do things differently. So maybe you can go around your living room at home and around the house and you can dance to some of my um, Helping Hands podcast playlists, or you can actually spend some time listening to some of my Helping Hands podcasts, or even watch catch-up television, watch TV, movies, kids' television, listen to podcasts, anything that you would like to do, and I think now, in lockdown, is the time to do that because we need to stay at home and be safe. I know you need to go and get your shopping, but for the for the key workers, we have to go to work, and I know that, but I want you all to be safe. So please, please listen to my podcast and enjoy some of the analysis on the television shows and kids tv shows and music that i'm going to go through now these are all my memories um, they're all to do with me no one else i absolutely love television movies and kids tv and anything like that really i i have such an interest in it yes it might have psychology in, but for me it's it's all about my memories and if you are part of that memory then great but it's all about different interpretations of different situations and i find it absolutely fascinating so today i'm going to introduce you this uh, podcast which is the um, helping hands podcast number 18 so it is helping hands podcast series 1 episode 18 and this episode has an accompanying playlist um you can find the spotify playlist on gail louise turner helping hands podcast playlist number 18 with gail louise turner Today I'm going to talk to you about the Secret Garden film from 1993, a Pacific memory for me, but I know they've just done a 2020 version of the film, so I thought I'd take you back to 1993 to share my memories of the Secret Garden film. Now, the Secret Garden film is a 1993 fantasy drama film directed by Anne Xeca Holland, executive produced by Francis Ford Coppolo and distributed by Warner Brothers. The movie stars Kate Maberly as Mary Lennox, Hayden Prose as Colin Craven and Andrew Knott as a character Dickon. Other actors in the film include John Lynch and also Maggie Smith. Great cast there. I wonder what they're all doing today. I hope they are all doing very, very well. Such a beautiful film is The Secret Garden from 1993 and like I said, the new one has just come out so it would be quite nice to to look at the memories from 1993. Now the film was actually released in the UK on the 20th of January 1994 and it was based on the Secret Garden novel by Frances Hodgson Burnett. The film was set in Yorkshire, England at Yorkshire Ollerton Castle and that was used for the exterior shots. Now Maggie Smith was nominated for the BAFTA Award for the Best Actress in a Supporting Role in 2005. What a fantastic accolade that was. Now the British Film Institute included in the list of the 50 films you should see by the age of 14 so I think The Secret Garden 1993 can be viewed by any age and I think I would definitely recommend you to go and watch the film. A little bit of the um, synopsis of the plot then. In 1901, Mary Lennox, a 10-year-old girl, is sent from her home in British India to her uncle Lord Archibald at Craven Mansion and it was also called Misselthwaite Manor. This was in Yorkshire, England. Now Mary was unloved and neglected by her late parents, She, her personality, she was a cold and self-centered girl. And she kind of like repressed her emotions to the point of being unable to cry, and that was her personality. Now, Mary dislikes her new surroundings. The housekeeper, Mrs. Medlock, informs Mary she will not be spoilt as she was in India and that she needs to pull her weight. So, Mary is spending a lot of time in her room. She's ordered not to leave her room. And then All of a sudden she hears noises in her house and she decides to explore what was going on. She manages to escape her room. Now her late aunt Lillian Cravens, she had a secret garden which nobody knew about. So Mary explored and broke out of her room and actually got into the secret garden. Nobody knew about this garden. So Mary decided to explore the garden. And whilst Mary was outside, she met some friends, including the characters of Martha, her younger brother Dickon, and met all these lovely people. Now Mary and Dickon, the characters, also met Mary's cousin Colin Craven, who is hidden away in the gloomy mansion. His cousin Colin Craven, who has been treated like a fragile, sickly invalid his entire life, which has turned him into a spoilt, demanding, short-tempered boy. Mary discovers her cousin in the room and gets him out of the room. He is taken to the secret garden and Mary, because she was worried about him, decided to teach him how to walk and his personality changed. He went from the spoilt boy and his cousin Mary and friend Dickon brought Colin Craven to life. They go through the secret garden in such amazement and they absolutely loved it and all of the characters grew. Later on, Mary's uncle, Archibald Craven and Mrs Medlock go to the garden and find the children there enjoying themselves and they gaze so amazed at the children and how Colin Craven was brought back to life. So Lord Craven, Mary's uncle, thanks. Mary for what she did, so Mary changed personality to to look after her cousin and bring the garden to life. The film ends as Dickon is shown; he was riding a horse in a meadow, and a voiceover of Mary reflects that if you look the right way, the whole world is a garden. And then they live happily ever after. I uh, absolutely adore the Secret Garden film, nineteen ninety-three, and like I say, it's it's based on the novel the secret garden but every single podcast will have an accompanying playlist um, and some memorable songs from this film that i've put on the spotify playlist Uh, please remember to go to the gail louise turner helping hands podcast number 18 for this one so i've put some spotify songs to do with the secret garden 1993 so just go and have a look at them so the songs include walking through the garden Shows Dickon Garden, a waking spring. Colin opens his eyes, Colin senses Craven and Happily Ever After. Such a lovely story. Okay, so I'd like to go through another program that I've actually really really enjoyed recently. Now, in the 2000 era, there was a program called Further Back in Time for Dinner, and it was it was a BBC production. And I've seen quite a few of the Further Back in Times, so the Back in Time for Dinner, Back in Time for School, but this one, Further Back in Time for Dinner, was um, they featured a family called um they're absolutely amazing they were called the rob Shaws, they were a fantastic family and they were so funny and I, I really really enjoyed so basically in further back in time for dinner they went back to the different time periods including the 1900s the 1910s the 1920s the 1930s and the 1940s and basically the family experienced how life would be for them if they had lived through these time periods and as a viewer, I was actually inspired how they embraced the challenge. So the Robshaw had the experience, they were put into this experiment, they they dressed in the time periods, they experienced everything that went on and they had some experts to help them along the way. So these experts were food critic Giles Corrin and historian Polly Russell. And I actually love how the family the the Robshells laughed their way through the cooking uh, the cleaning and the the vast amount of food that they they probably wouldn't normally eat they had they had the um opportunity to try all of these different foods and i, th- I thought it was amazing and in my opinion by the end of the um experiment they they became very very humble and actually they appreciated how lucky they are to actually in the modern day all of these mod cons and technology and the food the, the availability of food today they did not have that did they in in the past and i think it was quite interesting and i, I did love the costumes and i think when they put the costumes on they, they dressed apart, the and it was more believable for them to actually experience what was going on in the the time periods some memories from them so they went into second world war for one of the episodes in the 1940s and for me i was watching this as a viewer and i kind of guessed that they were quite humble and what was going on to the wartime to the modern day really really good um and some other memories so they made a mock turtle soup from the 1900s which i thought was absolutely amazing they made a cold meat terrine which didn't look that nice but obviously they only had to you know what use what was in their um fridges or their larder they they had no choice what, what they were eating so they just had to put up with it really and i also love when they were dancing in the 40s episode they, they went to a, sort of a a night out as it were they were dressed in 40s where they were dancing to swing music and i and i really really loved that and actually on the spotify playlist for that i've put the song the boogie woogie because that's what the Rob robshells were dancing to and they also um, in the 1900s and 1910s there was um, a song that they used while they were cooking in the kitchen they also ha- had a maid who helped with the cooking in the kitchen as well and the song they used in that episode was actually from Gustav Hulse from the planets they used the song Mercury which I thought worked perfectly for for that um, episode and the show they also experienced um, food which they had a, a tin dinner so they made a dinner out of tin food, which is really, really interesting. So when I'm thinking about that, I'm thinking about tin food that they would use in the 70s, but they must've used tins before that because it's really, really interesting um, how they kind of used it tins a long, long time. And they must've had that old fashioned tin opener, the one where you can't actually undo the tin. So I feel sorry for the housewives of the, um, the past because I struggle to undo a tin now with a modern day, tin opener. So I do feel sorry for for the Rob, the Rob Shores and, and the people in the past trying to use this tin opener. So yes, yeah, so they had, they had this tinned food and they um, opened a tin dinner of salmon, spaghetti and tinned tomatoes. And there was another episode which was um, a 21st century chocolate um, and they were trying all these chocolates out and I thought it was amazing trying to, I think Salted Calmar was quite a popular favourite. Uh, flavor nowadays isn't it and they had the experience of sort of trying that out as well so really really good show that is and that one was further back in time for dinner now i'd like to talk to you about this song this song features on the gail louise turner helping hands podcast playlist number 18 which can be found on spotify Like I said, this is also going to be on the Gail Louise Turner Helping Hands podcast number 18, which is on Spotify and Captivate.fm. So the song I'm going to talk to you now is Perfect Day by Miriam Stockley. And I just want to go through some of the lyrics with you. So the rain has moved on and left a new day. Nothing seems to move. Everything is still. It's just a perfect day. The shadows are light and move with the wind hidden violets grow splash with summer spray just another perfect day now this song by miriam stockley was used on the television show the tales of Beatrice potter from 1992. now this is a 1992 animation the first episode was aired on the 20th of december 1992 characters of the tv series are taking out of the Beatrice potter novels The characters included Peter Rabbit, Mopsy Rabbit and Mrs McGregor. Now, when I'm talking to you about the TV series, it just reminds me of the modern day film, actually. The animated, uh, fantastic film called Peter Rabbit, starring James Corden. And you you all know that uh, James Corden was um, in an episode of Doctor Who with Matt Smith, which was a really, really good episode, actually. So back to the uh, 2018 film peter rabbit with james corden i absolutely love this and again this is on the spotify playlist which accompanies this podcast some of the memorable songs include i promise you by james corden the tale of peter rabbit by dominic lewis i promise you by erzra demos Urzra coang and also feel it still portugal the man fantastic soundtrack to that film but a bit about the plot now so it is really good film I I really do like the animation I like the actors that I use the voiceovers everything about it really so a bit about the plot then when McGregor's nephew Thomas moves into the family mansion he is annoyed to find Peter Rabbit and his sisters in his garden now Thomas decides to come up with a plot to get rid of the animals the film stars an all-star cast including James Corden from Doctor Who, Dominelle Gleason from Harry Potter and also Rose Byrne. Um, she was a, fanta- a fantastic actress. She played the character BB Bee- We also had the actor Margot Robbie from Neighbours. She played Flopsy Rabbit and also the actor Daisy Ridley who was in Star Wars. Um, She was also in the film and we also had the fantastic actor Sam Neill from Jurassic Park Um, he played Old Man McGregor such a fantastic film that was really really funny as well and I think because the soundtrack accompanies it it's it's amazing and I think it's great to see the novels of Beatrice Potter either become into films or novels as I've described there I'd like to go through another film for you now as you know i've been using my facebook as a radio show just to sort of share memories share um youtube clips share music just to keep you all entertained really and it really, really helps me and i and i love sharing their memories and making my facebook into like a radio show as it were and also sharing these spotify playlist and the the podcast also As part of the Helping Hands podcast series, I do like talking about movies and this is a really, really really good one actually and this one is called The Time Machine from 2002 which was based on The Time Machine by H.G. Wells. The cast included Guy Pearce as Dr. Alexander Hartigan who was an Associated Professor of Applied Mechanism and Engineering at Cumberland columbia university really also the actress sienna Guillory as emma alexander's fiance jeremy irons as the uber Morlach, the leader of the Morlachs, and a member of the telepathic ruling caste of the Morlach world another actor um, orlan jones as vox 114 a holographic artificial intelligence librarian at the New York Public Library in the future who befriends Alexander. Also, the actress, Philodera Law, as Mrs. Watchit, who is Alexander Housekeeper in New York. Again, the film will have the memorable songs which will be on the Spotify playlist to accompany the show. So, the memorable songs which I need you to listen to after you've listened to the podcast, which is The Time Machine, What If, Emma, Godspeed, Morlax, and Professor Alexandra Hartigan. Now, another actress who pl- um who played on the film was Samantha Mumba. She played the character of Mara, who was a young Eli, um, woman who befriends the character of Alexandra, and um she was um a character in the film. Now I just want to give you a little bit about the plot. So in 19, um, 1899, Dr. Alexander Hartigan is an inventor teaching at Cumberland University in New York City. Now, Alexander himself would actually rather do research in his work in the world of business. Um, He actually devotes his time to his love of his life, his fiance Emma, but unfortunately, she died unexpectedly. Then he decided to build a time machine to actually allow him to travel back in time to try and change the outcome and save her he actually completed the time machine in 1993 so then he decides to travel back to um, 1899 and he actually prevents the murder but then again the same thing happens in a different way she she gets murdered again so then he was like i don't i don't like this solution I, i need to change this event this this can't happen my love of my life has died this this can't happen so then Alexander decides to travel to two thousand and thirty, and he decided that and he asked the question to the morlock how how can I solve this problem? How can I change the past so he um he went to see the um the hologram the vox hologram one one four and he asked the question um how how can I change this how what can I do to bring my fiance back?" and basically he says it's impossible to do this because it, it, it just won't work so Alexander travels to 2037 and he sort of views the accidental destruction of the moon by the lunar colonists Um, and at this point in 2037 the moon is unhabitable so he can't live there so then he travels to the future um, and he kind of the future now is reverted into like a dystopian lifestyle, which is, is not really great. So, he, he meets a character um, called Mara, who um, is a species called um, Aloe, Alawi, um and she can actually speak really, really good English. So, both of them teach each so other different things to, to try and help them, languages, different learnings, that kind of thing now alexander meets the head of the morlocks played by jeremy irons who tells alexander that he cannot alter time he cannot alter event emma's death had to happen because without her death he wouldn't have invented the time machine so it wouldn't work so if he was to change the past he would create a temporal paradox so it it wouldn't work so in that case she cannot change the past so, without Emma's death, he wouldn't have made the time machine simple as that. So, later on, um, he decided to save his friend Mara because he couldn't save Emma from the past. That event had to happen. So, we went on to save Mara and he was stuck in the future then. So, in the future, the character um, Vox114B was teaching mara and alexander things about history things about um psychology and physiology and that kind of thing and um the character of alexander was stuck in the future and had to stay there and um, start a new life with mara who was um a different species the eli and i and i really loved that really it was such it was such a powerful film i remember seeing the original the original really scared me but with the fact with nuclear war i do i do like both versions and it's, it's really interesting to see how both versions work but i think this one that the message is clear you can't you can't change the past and um, and it was based on the hg wells novel which is quite an interesting novel as well so i'm going to tell you a bit of a, a funny memory now um i really really love this song um friday night is what did you used to do in the 90s and the 80s well i used to watch the muppet show actually jim henson's muppet show it was really really good and i actually remember a song from that and i can't remember whether the i think the song came out earlier than that i think it came out in um, about 1975 and the song was called popcorn the song which is like a, a synthesized um song about popcorn and um it was actually written and recorded by gershwin kingsley and in my spotify playlist number um 18 the helping hands one I've actually put two songs on. I've put the song on from The Muppet Show and I've also put on the popcorn, the Swedish Chef version, which was used um in the Muppet Show. And the popcorn version of Swedish Chef was really, really funny. I'll just give you um a brief synopsis. And in fact I, I want you to, to to laugh about this because I think we need lots of laughter throughout COVID because I think that's what's missing. We're all we're all on lockdown now and it's horrible absolutely hate it but we we have to do it to save ourselves and others so we've got this popcorn song the swedish chef and he's talking and the swedish chef decides to make um popcorn so he puts popcorn in the microwave and on the on the stove he's cooking this shrimp or tries to tries to is a word and he decides to make as much noise as possible so he's got all of these kitchen utensils um and he's and he's kind of Clattering and banging all of these utensils and the song by popcorn is coming on and it's so funny Just watching the Swedish chef do this and then the phone rings and then he gets distracted and then he's like oh And then he and he puts the phone down and then he's still making all of this noise with all these these kitchen utensils This popcorn song is still going and all this um, shrimps are cooking and and everything and then the microwave the microwave explodes and the popcorn goes everywhere the kitchen utensils go everywhere and the Swedish chef is thinking, what is going on here? I've, I've made such a mess and all I wanted to do was make popcorn and shrimps. So this, this microwave explodes with this popcorn and uh, it's, it's really, really funny because you've got all these shrimps going everywhere and it's such a mess. And he's thinking, all I wanted was popcorn. Now, this song will be featured, um, the Muppet song and the Swedish chef popcorn will be featured on the Gay Louise Turner Helping Hands podcast playlist number 18 on Spotify. Um, And it's actually from the original soundtrack, which is really, really good. Now, another song I want to talk to you about, um, which is on the podcast playlist 18, is from the original soundtrack from Bugsy Malone and i love this i love musical theater but i don't get a lot of chance to watch it but this song really really um reminds me um of watching bugs in malone back in the day at um a school play i think it was now the song is called you give a little love um the lyrics are fantastic and i can really re- relate to this um I, I do actually love the film version of bugsy malone it starred scott bio from Do you remember diagnosis murder he, he was in that and also jodie foster who has been in so many films but i remember seeing nims island one christmas now i want to talk to you about um one of my favorite shows actually which um was the uh, return of the Twin Peaks series, which was actually the, the the third series. It premiered on Showtime on May the 21st, 2017. Absolutely love this. And the creators of that were David Lynch and Mark Frost. I even had the, the book bought for me for Christmas at one point. Now, the song from this um was Shadow by The Chromatics and it's quite a modern day song, but to me, it sounds very 80s and, and I absolutely love it. So the song was from Twin Peaks. And it was Shadow Crematics, and it really relates to the, the the beginning of Twin Peaks. When you see uh, the women of the town from Twin Peaks, they're all sitting um, at a, a table in in the bar in the in the roadhouse, and um, they are actually enjoying a few drinks. They're socializing with friends, and they see one of their friends by the bar who is smiling um, at them. One of their male friends and later on you find um the character of James he, he he him and his friend um actually helps in the positive actions of of the plot later on and i i need you to watch it really because it it's such a great i love twin peaks um and i i kind of really didn't see the, the the old versions of it very much only a little bit sort of like the Fire Walk with me which was the prequel to the series one one and two of twin peaks but i do really really um like the the return especially what was going on and the soundtrack it's a little bit dark but it, it was quite interesting and i think david lynch always says you make your own interpretation of what was going on he 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 plants the seed he he um himself and mark frost and the rest of the cast and production crew put their or into their work but at the end of the day you you, you kind of make your um, own interpretation so i've also put in the spotify playlist the the twins peak theme the instrumental and in this version of twin peaks the song is used and i think it's used in a positive way in in my opinion because the character of special agent dale cooper or dougie who is his alter ego talks to the character of bushnell um a retired boxer and says to him i am the fbi and um it's such an empowering moment really um for me watching that and then uh, kyle mclaughlin the actor's character of dougie stroke special agent D- uh, dale cooper um takes his um it isn't his real wife um a sort of pretend wife you need to watch it really called janie e and his pretend son sonny jim he takes them to las vegas and in a white car and he drives the car and the songs play and it's absolutely amazing. Um he goes and calls the Mitchin brothers, who are actually criminals, but they they turn out to be the good guys in the end. Um and they go back to Twin Peaks Land, as I would call it. Um, um and they visited um a Twin Peaks land and this was twenty five years after what happened in season two of Twin Peaks there. So he plans to meet some old friends at Twin Peaks and i'm not going to tell you anymore i need you to go and watch it so i really do recommend you watch the return and like i said it's got so many great songs and it's it's, it's quite dark and that's how i see it anyway i wouldn't i wouldn't want to to put my opinion on it too much but it's such a great series twin peaks of return and like they said the um they've got these two fantastic songs on the uh, spotify playlist to accompany my podcast, which is Shadow Chromatics and Twin Peaks Theme Instrumental. Now, another one of my favourite films. This is a really, really sad film and, and I do recommend you all to, to watch it. It, it. it is a sad film because people that you'll love die in it, but I think they've got so many powerful messages and it's up to you to take that message. The film is Bicentennial Man starring uh, Robin Williams and Sam Neill. And the robot in the Senator Man is called Andrew, and he is played by the late great Robin Williams. And there's a scene in it actually where the character of Little Miss is training um, Andrew to play the piano. And obviously he, he is a robot and, he, and he's got sort of programming, but they both sit at this piano and they're actually playing the piano. And it's such a beautiful moment. And you see Little Miss grow up and he's taught her this sort of this little i know when you're playing the piano you, you use both hands don't you so it's quite a nice piece and it's such a beautiful moment and the friends and the playing the piano together and i always think that's beautiful i mean the film um itself is extremely sad because it's about people leaving people's lives but i think there's so many messages about making the wrong decision making the right decision and i think some of us don't know what the right decision is and all of us are like that and and we hope one day throughout our life we'll, we will make some good decisions and then um our life won't be perfect but we will get some nice times in our life but some some memorable songs i don't really want to analyze it too much for because i do really want you to go and watch the film by senator Tillman so I do see a bit of a, um, a transformation in the character of Andrew, the robot, and also um, Sam Neill's character. who was the dad. He he changed. He, he you know at the start of the film he acted one way, and you know when he died he, he changed, and it's, it's it's quite humbling to watch really. And I think it's a tearjerker for anybody any age really. So memorable songs. Then I want you to have a look on my Spotify playlist to um, accompany the the podcast there. So we have memorable songs would be transformed. Um, which was by James Horner. Search for Another, which is also by James Horner. Growing Old, um, Instrumental, which was also James Horner. The Passage of Time, which is a changing of seasons, which is quite a beautiful song, again, by James Horner. This music is telling the story in such a fantastic way and I think when you listen to the Spotify playlist and you watch the film, I think you'll really see what I'm on about. Now, the film I'm going to talk to you about now kind of resonates with what's going on with me now. Um, Not myself, but I think to do with COVID really. So I will always say, and this is my opinion, that we are living in lockdown again and we kind of got that World War Two spirit where we're all working together. And, and I think for me, like I said at the start of the podcast, we are looking at things different now. We are enjoying podcasts. We are listening to music, Spotify playlists, we're reading magazines, we're researching different things and we've got the internet, we are um, going on YouTube and dancing to all of the fitness things and we're going out for walks and spending that quality time with people and we're still working and it's and it's great, we've got that community spirit and now we've got the time to find out about who people are, how they tick and, and for me, that's how I can help people by finding out who people are. Um, Maybe a different way of doing things. It's like interviewing people but these people are your friends and colleagues and, and acquaintances and for once I feel like I can help people by just talking to them and I hope they can talk to me as well. But I'm going to talk to you about the 1939 film of Wizard of Oz. It's a, it's a great film in my opinion and the film starred Judy Garland who played Dorothy Gale of course, Ray Bulger who played the Scarecrow Bert Ha who played the Cowdy Lion um, and also Jack Cagley who played the Tin Man. We've got Margaret Hamilton who played the Wicked Witch of the West. Um, we've also got Clara Blandick who played Auntie M. Toto the dog was played by Terry, had to get Toto in of course. Um, and um, the good witch Glinda was also in it as well and uh, I quite like the character of Glinda uh, having a magic wand to create wishes and I like Dorothy of course. So this is a little bit about the synopsis then so when a tornado rips through kansas um the character of dorothy played by julie garland and her dog toto are whisked away to the magical land of oz they follow the yellow bit road and towards the emerald city to meet the wizard of oz now dorothy meets some friends along the way including scarecrow tin man cowardly lion and the good witch glinda and Toto the dog, they all work together really to try and find the wizard to get um, back home to Kansas. Now Dorothy manages to kill the Wicked Witch and the house falls on the Wicked Witch while Dorothy is stuck in this tornado so that isn't a great start really. Now Dorothy goes to visit the the Wizard of Oz and he admits he is a good man but um, he is a bad wizard and actually Dorothy forgives him for that because life's too short and the the Wizard of Oz decides to um give Dorothy's friends some accolades for what they've done because he's really proud of them. So um, Dorothy's friends re- receive a medal, a heart-shaped clock and a diploma. It's not necessarily what they wanted in the order they wanted but they got what they needed now, the wizard tells Dorothy's friends um that they already had the qualities that they needed to do what they needed to do. And next Dorothy meets Glinda, the good witch, and the wizard's hop air balloon flies away, which is awful. So Dorothy thinking to herself, how, how can I get home? This this is not good. Um so Dorothy gets left behind and she's panicking really because she doesn't know what to do. So uh, Glinda told Dorothy that she always had the power to return to her previous life and then she um, puts the ruby slippers together doesn't she and then she says there's no place like home and she returns to Kansas and then she's um, surrounded by her friends and family and she says there's no place like home so I think and this is my opinion I think all these people in the film had to find their journey to find the fact that they were they were absolutely fine and what they were doing and they, they already had the magic powers themselves to change their life and there's no place like home now memorable songs really that um are going to accompany this playlist which are on the gail louise turner helping hands podcast number 18 found on spotify now these make me smile because um i saw a production of the wizard of oz um at the local theater and it was only a few years ago because i, I absolutely love the film and the theater and I remember seeing a the theatre, and I must have had a smile on my face the whole way through, and I was laughing my head off because it was it was so funny. Absolutely, I loved it. One of the the local amateur um theatre groups. So well done to them for for doing that. And um, some memorable songs then from the nineteen thirty nine film. I've i put this on there. So Mitch Miss Gulch, which was the school teacher, wasn't she? And um, so in Kansas she was the school teacher, and then in Wizard um of Ozland she was um the wicked witch wasn't she also we've got the munchkin land is another song we've got over the rainbow um sung by um judy garland we've got the cyclone which describes um the action of the tornado there we've got the um entitled the wizard of oz the main title the wizard of oz follow the yellow brick road you're off to see the wizard and if i only had a brain and in fact um if i only had a brain featured on the Bicentennial man film as well which was really really funny um i think the character of galatea from bicentennial man may have sung that to uh, andrew um the character who was obviously uh robin williams there so funny and um like I said, we are we are in lockdown and I love the fact that I can just talk to you about my favourite films and TV and bring them to life through the, the Spotify playlist really. So like again, like I always say, I want you to listen to the podcast first and then if you go to the Spotify playlist as well. So again, this week saw us all go on to lockdown and um, the gyms of um, close. So um, to end the podcast, I just I just want you to go and let your hair down really, go and dance in the living room, go and laugh with your friends. You know go and have a coffee i don't know a zoom call a glass of wine read a magazine read a book i don't know make a new cookery item like i said i've, I've um i had a cookery book which i've treated to myself for for christmas so make make something out of that make yourself a little lunch do something which helps you and others and talk to people i mean i absolutely love zoom the fact that we can talk to people and or sit across the room at work and just have that little chat how's your day today what have you been doing today um i haven't been doing very much really but maybe that five second conversation with people will really really help people and and i hope people will start doing things differently and spend some more time with people so the gym's closed so i'm thinking to myself i'm gonna have to go and let my hair down and dance in the living room and in fact i have been doing that a little bit this week made some meals which has been really really nice and um I'm hoping that this podcast really does help you. So my suggestion to you all would be now, and uh, this is your mission if you choose to accept it, go and be like Jennifer Beale's character Alex Owens in the Flashdance movie from 1983 and also be the character of Kevin Bacon's characters Ren McCormack from the 1984 film Footloose. Go and dance... um the night away and i think you need to do that so i've also put some songs on the playlist spotify playlist that i i've found recently that i absolutely love and uh, definitely dancing to this week so i've put on extra songs so change by um i absolutely um love this song so i think she uh, lisa stanfels was from manchester bolton area wasn't she she's was quite a down to um earth lady and she's, she's still around the fantastic so I love Lisa Stanfield's songs from the 90s um the song is change we have got um I've already said like um footloose and uh, flashdance songs so I've definitely got them so flashdance what a feeling footloose by kenny loggins and let's hear it from the boy which was also um from footloose please please go and sort of dance these and even look at the youtube for the for the uh, music videos also also from one of the albums i've got at home which is actually called the forgotten 90s cd which i found a couple of years ago some fantastic 90s tunes which you probably haven't heard for years so the songs i've suggested for you to dance to um is only you Laker boy mix the radio edit sweet harmony the beloved toto africa which has reminded me a little bit of wizard of oz of course but it's a great song anyway um truth um, Spandau Ballet from the BBC production of Ashes to Ashes. That's where I've seen it, and uh, a, a few songs from the Monty Python series, which would include um, "Always Look on the Bright Side of Life." I absolutely love that song. Um, and also, do you remember the concert Live Aid from um, 1985, where the where they raised money for the for the children and the the people of Africa? Fantastic concert. Um, I always tell people and ask people where were you um on the 13th of july 1985 while i was in the car listening to live aid on the radio apparently so the song i've chosen from that is we are the champions and you see it played at concerts galore live Aid. you see it at sports um celebrations it's such a celebratory song we need to celebrate um the fact that we're all still here and, and enjoying life and we're getting through this um covid virus by helping each other giving that peer person the extra helping hand um, we've also got change by lisa stanfield so all i wanted to say now well thank you very um, very much to um listen to the gail louise turner helping hands podcast um number 18 absolutely fantastic and um i will see you all very very soon thank you and uh, good evening